Book Two, Chapter Four of A Daughter of the Vine by Gertrude Horn Atherton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Book Two, Chapter Four. After supper, she went into the sitting room and wrote to Thorpe. As she finished and left the desk, her eye fell on Richard Clough's letter, which lay open on the table the same chill horror caught her as when she had encountered his searching eyes on the last day of his visit and she understood its meaning he knew there was the key to his verbiage she dropped upon a chair feeling faint and ill like many women she had firm trust in her intuitions if they had seemed baseless before they rested on a firm enough foundation now she was in this man's power and the man was an adventurer and a clough would he tell her father or worse her mother she pictured her father's grief his rage against thorpe it would be more than she could endure when thorpe came it would not matter so much and if her father were not told it was doubtful if he would ever suspect he was very busy and hated the trip from san francisco to lake county after thorpe's arrival it was hardly likely that he would visit her a few moments reflection convinced her that clough would keep her secret his was the mind of subtle methods he would make use of his power over her in ways beyond her imagining terror possessed her and she called loudly upon thorpe with the sound of his name her confidence returned he would be with her in something under three months meanwhile she could defy clough later he would meet more than his match the next day she wrote to molly shropshire telling her the truth and giving her many commissions miss shropshire's reply was characteristic i have bought everything and start for the cottage on tuesday it is fortunate that i have two married sisters i can be of much assistance to you i have helped on several wardrobes of this sort and acquired much law of which you appear to be painfully ignorant i am coming with my large trunk for i shall not leave you again the momentous subject was not broached for some hours after her arrival then they were seated before the fire in the sitting-room and the first rain of winter was pelting the roof miss shropshire opened her mouth and spoke with vicious emphasis i hate men there is not one i'd lift my finger to do a service for my sisters are supposed to have good husbands one fred lester is a grown-up baby full of whims and petty vanities and blatant selfishness who has to be managed tom manning is as surly as a bear with a sore head when his dinner disappoints him and when things go wrong in the office there is no living in the house with him my brother's life is notorious and his wife with what patience and tears looks like a pan of skim milk catch me ever marrying not if adonis came down and staked a claim about a mountain of gold quartz as for dudley thorpe her voice rose to a pitch of fury what is a man's love good for if he can't think of the woman first aren't they our natural protectors aren't they supposed to think for us take all the responsibilities of life off our shoulders this sort of thing is in keeping with a character isn't it why don't you hate him you ought to i'd murder him 
nina plunged across the rug and pressed both hands against miss shropshire's mouth her eyes blazing with passion don't you dare speak of him like that again if you do it will be the last time you will ever speak to me i understand him as well as if he were literally a part of myself i'll never explain to you nor to anyone but i know and there is nothing in me that does not respond to him now do you understand will you say another word oh very well don't stifle me miss shropshire released herself have it that way if it suits you best i didn't come here to quarrel with you nina resumed her seat after a few moments she said there is another thing richard clough knows and she told miss shropshire of his letter um well i don't know but that that will be as good an arrangement as any someone must attend you and a relative what do you think i'd have that reptile near me now nina look at the matter like a sensible woman we shall have to get a doctor from napa if it storms he may be days getting here if he has a wife she'll want to know where he has been and will worm it out of him if he hasn't he'll let it out some night when he has his feet on the table in his favorite saloon and is outside his eighth glass of punch it will be to richard's interest to keep the matter quiet you can make it his interest i don't fancy he's above pocketing a couple of thousand and he'll not dare annoy you after dudley thorpe is here i'll do dudley thorpe this much justice he could whip most men and he wouldn't stop to think about it either don't let us discuss the matter any further now just turn it over in your mind i am sure you will come to the conclusion that i am right if you ignore richard there's no knowing what he may do end of book two chapter four